All right, everyone, welcome back to the second edition of the Southeast Gasser Shift Points podcast. Uh, last time that we were here, Randy joined us. He's the race director for the Southeast Gassers Association, SEGA for short. Um, Randy is just fresh off coming back from London, Kentucky. You guys were racing up there this past weekend. I've been watching it on social media, and it looked like everyone had an absolute ball. It was a great time. Uh, we had a rain delay three yep. hours on Saturday. Oh, got, man. Got started at around 4. Okay. So it, it started raining between 11.30 and 12. This I mean, rain this year has been crazy. It seems like every every event we try and go to, the only thing that hasn't been affected by rain was Power Tour that we went on, and that was it. That was <laughs> Everything else has had some sort of rain something going on. But the track did great. Uh, probably started drying up, clearing off around 3. By 4, we were ready to race. Oh, wow, and, uh, that's, that was quick. We dropped one round of qualifying. Mm-hmm. You know, that takes an hour or so off. Gotcha. And, uh, but uh, we got it in. We, you know, it's cloudy, looked like it might rain. Failed a drop or two at one time, but uh, uh, we, we rushed them through there. We rushed the guys quite a bit, uh, but they were good with it. They didn't want to have to finish it up on Sunday or something. Right. But uh, we started at four and finished by 8.30. Oh wow, that's great! Yeah, when when something like that's coming, I mean, do you guys have some thoughts? I mean, of course you have to, I guess. You have some thoughts of how you're going to handle that if something like that happens. Because we talked about last week, what a tight schedule you guys run. So mm-hmm. is that kind of the go-to drop around and qualifying kind of make, if you don't have enough time to get the track dry, and then well, that we, kind of how you, how it works you know, normally. We really don't want to drop around to qualifying any time because if you mess up one round, you know, and, mm-hmm. that, and that happened to Quain and, and a couple others this weekend, you know, they had a bad pass, and so that's where they ended up at. Right. But, uh, uh, he didn't have no way to, to come It's normally out. three or two or three rounds qualifying. Two rounds, one in each lane. Okay. You oh, okay. The, you won one in each lane, and uh, then uh, so – that's kind of what we look at. Quain and I talked before while it, while it was raining, and I said, hey, we need to probably drop around a qualifying, and he agreed. So so we started announcing it early so the people mm-hmm. would know, you know. We had the announcer get on and, and tell them that there'd be one round of qualifying. And, but, it, but it went well. It, uh, we didn't have uh, a whole lot of trouble. We had uh, a drive shaft problem. One guy had two drive shafts problem uh, tj york he had a, he had a, a a rough weekend on on that and then something happened well uh, when you say drive shaft problem like what was going on well he uh he tj if you've ever watched tj in greenhorn hillbilly there's no one out there is rougher on their equipment than tj okay <laughs> and uh so uh he uh he tests everything to the limit and i was standing right beside him and he uh uh, he came out of the water, and he does big, long burnouts. And uh, when when he staged up ready to leave, the car never moved, and I dropped down and looked under it, and it had pulled the the, the drive shaft apart where the yoke was welded into Oh, gosh. It had just spun it out. Man. And so he <clears throat> borrowed a drive shaft, I think, from uh, the Joker, Greg Stells. And they put it in, and then... I don't know if uh, I don't think it was anything to do with the drive shaft. I think his rear end came apart. It, uh, it pulled the mm. pinion off mm. uh, on that one. So he, TJ had a rough weekend. But that that was really uh, we didn't have any oil on the track when the first time. But the second time when it did that, it bent the drive shaft and jerked it out of the transmission. So we had transmission grease on the track. But it was right there at the water box. You know, right. So. 
Right. Wasn't that big a deal. That's good. And, uh, but everything went smooth. Uh, of course, like I said, we was at the sixth race out of ten, London, Kentucky, uh, London Dragway. Uh, it's right in the middle of Daniel Boone National Forest. Absolutely beautiful track. That's, that's cool. <laughs> that's yeah, got to be neat. So when you come around the staging lanes, you can look down the, the, the valley down through there, and it's nothing but trees. You can't see a, see a house anywhere, you know. Uh, Craig and Tammy Boone, uh, it's their track. They do an absolutely wonderful job. Uh, I always love going there. The track was just maybe as good as I've ever saw. Really? It was uh, it was firm. It, w- it wasn't sticky. It wasn't mushy. It was just firm all day long. Uh, and, it, and it stayed that way all day long. Didn't have to touch the track. They never drugged the track or anything. Really? So uh, educate me here. When you say firm, what do you mean by that? I mean, I know you said it's not sticky or mushy, but, like, what what are you looking for with something like that? Well, I'm not the expert on it but just by listening to Quayne and and mitch and and some of those gabriel you mm-hmm. know they they all read the track as they say <laughs> mitch mitch is really good at it Quayne's good at it but uh it wasn't like if you put your foot on the track and twist your foot it 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 doesn't roll up under your foot okay you know the, the rubber doesn't roll up under your foot it wasn't real it wasn't too sticky uh, some people, some people was saying, you know, that it, maybe it was just it wouldn't let the car turn the tires at all, so it was binding them up a little. Might have had something to do with drive shafts. Yeah, they could have. They could have. And we had wheels up was great this weekend. We there's still a couple of guys in a gas that need to look at some stuff, you know, on them. Uh, um, I won't call no names here, but uh, <laughs> they're they're gonna get a call on the phone. <laughs> But uh, but but it all was it was great. We had great wheel stands this weekend. Uh, not only just uh, you know the the racers, but then I mean everyone saw Adam Lowhorn's uh, a wheel stand where he was on the back bumper through third gear. Yeah, and uh, uh, so he was he he just uh, it, it, it was a good track all weekend. I, I actually talked to uh, talked to Adam just a little bit ago and. Uh, he uh, was, uh, he's had 3 million views of that video on, on TikTok. That's great. That's just awesome. And uh, <laughs> 200 or 300,000 likes. And, uh, and you know, I mean, what's not to like about that video? That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. that's exactly I right. mean, that's, that's, a, yeah. I mean, if, the, if, if Southeast Gasters needed a video to say, like, this is the epitome of what yeah. we're going for, this is kind of the style that we're going for, that's it. You know, it's great. Yeah. And, and just while we're here, we'll talk a little bit about Adam. You know, Adam, uh, Adam is the son-in-law of Stephen Smith, which does all of our merchandising and everything. Okay. And, uh, and that's another one of those connections that was made through Southeast Gasters. There's several of them that you know that's, uh, that's came out of Southeast Gasters. But he's out of Polymire, Indiana, and it's the Rod Slinger Falcon. Uh, he's been driving it since he's 15 years old. He's 26 now. So he's wow. been in the car for 11 years. He's familiar with the car. Yeah. And... Uh, but uh, his dad, Mike, owns Lowhorn's Garage. Uh, they they do everything themselves, you know. As far as far as I know, you know, I don't I don't know about the engines and stuff. I think I might know where this engine came from. But uh, I run a Ford motor in that car? No, it's it's small block, small block Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Small block Chevrolet. And uh, 
Uh, he started with Southeast Guessers. And, uh, <laughs> no. I had to watch I had to watch that. I was waiting for him to say something about that. <laughs> I was really surprised Spanish not to program. hear it from back here. <laughs> but, uh, uh, he's been racing with Southeast Guessers since 2017, so he's been with us for, for six years now. Uh, another one of those great families, you know. I mean, yeah. his his dad comes to the track, and he, he cooks for people on Friday night, and it's wow. just a good time hanging around there and stuff. But uh, DH Media, which is uh, Dylan Horton, he does our videos. Yeah, I wanted to mention him because I've been, you know, ever since we did this podcast the first time, digging into his stuff, man. If you haven't seen his uh, his media, the DH Media stuff on YouTube and on Facebook, gosh, he's doing some really awesome he, stuff. It looks he, so good. He does a good job. He's had 22,000 likes and, and uh, uh, 300,000 views on Instagram on, on his stuff That's that he great. did on it. Good. And then Facebook's had 28,000 28, uh views and a thousand likes but uh, you know since we were on that i just thought we'd go ahead and mention that and talk about that, that no i'm glad you did i'm uh, glad you brought it up because you sent that to me uh right it must have been right when it came out mm -hmm. I, I you sent it over to me and i was watching it I just couldn't yeah just thought it was yeah. great <laughs> yeah he enjoys doing it and he doesn't put anybody in danger when he's doing it just like if you look in the video uh, he was running charlie lee and uh, uh charlie lee 66 mustang i think it is and uh, he, he lets him probably get 60 feet out before he leaves, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, maybe some some part of that was because Friday night in uh, Test and Tune, it, he did it, and he crossed and went in the other lane and went down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, he's, he's real considerate of what might happen. So, you know, he's not, he's not going to set the car down on nobody or anything. Right. You know, so, but everything went well, like I say, you know, I mean, it had, we had the most H guest cars we've ever had. We had seven this weekend. Uh, and uh, Paul Combest uh, in the Sauerkraut Volkswagen came out with us this weekend. And it's, it's, it's a bad little Volkswagen. Yeah. And uh, if he's there, you know, you, he's, he's going to have to be one to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. And uh, Doug Loudermilk in the other Volkswagen, Beelzebub, he, he, he was runner up. We also had Todd Hines there this weekend in his Studebaker. Been working on it for quite some time. Uh, Paul kind of got H-Gas started several years ago, but there never was really a whole lot of interest in it until just recently. And uh, when there got to be more interest in it, Todd Hines helped us a lot on the rules. There's still some tweaking. We had some meetings this weekend during the rain out that uh, – we talked some more about stuff, and, and some rules is going to be changed a little bit on some stuff. But he's got a Studebaker uh, with a uh, – it's, it's an AMC. Uh, I think it's kind of based off, like, the Jeep AMC engines, right. hmm. you know, the six cylinders. Oh, it's a oh, six. Okay. Yeah, straight six. Right. H-Gas is four right. and six. I right. yeah. And uh, he's calling it Corn Pop, One Bad Stewed. <laughs> <laughs> is he any, he's no relation to Mike or Steve Hines he's no it's Hines H-I-N-D-S oh okay okay yeah. gotcha yeah he's out of uh, somewhere over around uh, close to Nashville I can't remember exactly exactly where he is huh. but we had seven cars in H-Gas this weekend so it was actually you know the, best, the most we've ever had in H-Gas uh, we've got more coming uh, several being built uh 
Uh, Travis Fitzgerald was there in his, uh, I think it's 64 uh, fleet side Chevy trucks. Got a 292 in it now. Really? Yeah. Uh, and then we've got uh, Scott Partee, and he's he's ran, I think, every race with us this year. He's running a little Rambler with a 250 Chevy in it. Uh, it's called, it's it's got Rosie the Riveter on, <laughs> on the door and, and uh I think he calls it the American Woman or something like that. So, but, but it's a neat little car. It's actually the car that Rita Fraser used to drive in Sea Gas. Right. And uh, and then Robert Fraser, her husband, he's got a Barracuda that he's been running with us. He's had a little bad luck the last couple of races, but it's it's he's put down some pretty good times. Deal. We got Larry Noel. I, I need to mention Larry here and kind of pick on him a little bit for not being here with us yet. He, Larry is a past Sea Gas champion. Uh, in a 56 Chevy called Crazy Horse. Uh, then he purchased the old Billy, Wil- uh, Billy Wilson Thunder Road car, 55 Chevy, and, and named it Crazy Horse. Of course, painted it just like the 56. And he ran it, and then he ended up selling it and was going to get out of it. And now he's bought an Anglia, and he's building an H-Gas, and it's going to have somewhere around a 270-something cubic inch inline six forward in it. Uh. But it's going to call it Crazy Pony, from what I understand. Right. <laughs> but there was a little rumor going around this weekend as one of that pony wasn't lame because it hadn't showed up yet. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's just, H-Gas was good this weekend, you know. I mean, it's going to be a good class, you know. They're, you know, uh, it's going to be kind of... 750s, you know, somewhere in there probably. You know, so it w- was probably where we'd like to see it settle out. Right. You know, the Volkswagens could be faster than that, but, uh, <laughs> you know. And uh, like I say, Powell was number one and Doug Laudermick number two. Then uh, going into AFX, and we talked quite a bit about AFX last last show. So uh, Robert Peffley again in the Hemi Dart. He, he took the win, and uh, Alan Platt. Uh, and the Georgia Shaker Falcon was second, and and of course you know they're alcohol injected. Okay. And but uh, Robert dropped a valve going through the, the the lights. So I wanted to talk about that. I saw I saw this. Yeah. I saw him drop a valve. He puts it up on social media and and he puts up pictures, which which is also amazing because he must have took it straight home and just took it straight apart. Mm-hmm. Must have rolled it out of the trailer and took the engine apart. He puts up pictures of the absolute train wreck that's happened inside of this engine because of this and he's smiling and he said I'd do it again like I mean I think that's really it that shows you what these guys are like what they're about because I mean it's all about racing it's about winning it's about the show of, of this whole deal and I, I saw that and I couldn't believe it because I'm just like most people would have been devastated by this mm. right I mean it, it was did you see the pictures carnage I mean it looked really bad <laughs> and he's just tickled to death just said yeah we you know I, I felt it i felt it nose over and i just kept into it and still got the win what did you do have the car it's a 426 hemi with a factory block oh yeah he's still yeah. smiling oh yeah he's tickled to death wow. <laughs> yeah he must have a bunch of fire parts yeah i'm gonna i'll let ready keep talking i'm gonna find the pictures real quick okay but it's uh it's and there's no telling what they've got on mopar parts i'll just say that I'm, okay I you know i mean but I, I don't really know that. But, I mean, you know, there was a, a valve sticking through the piston, oh. you know. So, But he had it apart. He had the, the top end of it apart, you know, the springs and everything off from it. Oh. Later that night uh, at the track, I was 
uh, I was up track and he came up there with a with a handful of, of uh, push rods and springs. You know, so it, well, it dropped a valve. You know? <laughs> so, but anyway, you know, Robert's. I ain't uh, laughing at him. No, not at all. No, I'm, but if I'm you guys. I'm kind of smiling because he's smiling. I, uh, it's, any, anything that anyone that hasn't seen these pictures of what we're talking about, head over to Southeast Gasters Association on Facebook and they've shared it. And it's the video of the pass. And then, like I said, the, the carnage that ensued at the end of it. <laughs> but it, Robert is also one of our tech guys. His dad, Dallas. Uh, Dallas is a retired shop teacher uh, in Indiana. And uh, then, of course, Robert has got a automotive repair shop plus a uh, body shop there right. in, the, in the same town. But they, uh, I don't know how long it'll, it'll take him to get everything fixed, but we've got almost a month for the next race. So mm-hmm. right. so he may have it back together. I, I don't he's smiling. Know. He's, probably got, he's probably got some parts <laughs> laid back, I'd say. <laughs> he may have. <laughs> But uh, then going into Superstock, Rick Marner wins again with uh, this is his fifth win out of six. Wow. So wow. Man. And, uh, <laughs> it's on a big, roll there. Big block Jeff Taylor Chevrolet engine, you know. It's Jeff Taylor builds it for him. And then Jerry Dean, it was his fifth runner up to Rick. How they, about that? they both, the last race, they stumbled, and uh, the Pontiac won last race. And then Jerry Dean, I think the Pontiac took Jerry Dean out. So. Mm. So when, when Rick wins, it looks like Jerry Dean's running up. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but Jerry Dean is, uh, uh, that's another uh, deal that goes back to a big racing family. You know, he, he worked for Dennis Mitchell. And, uh, you know, if, if anybody follows the old modified classes and stuff, Dennis used to dominate a lot of it. Yep. And, uh, but, uh and then speaking of uh, uh, super stock, I'm gonna go ahead and get into some of this on that. We've got we had uh, four ladies race with us yeah. this weekend, first time ever. Uh, Taylor Bright drives the heart, Heartbreaker Barracuda in that. This is her first year in it. It's a home built car. They, I don't know exactly who all worked on the car and everything, but I know I saw a lot of videos and pictures of them working on it there at their house, and. Uh, her dad, Steve Bright, he's he's raced with us for years, and uh, uh, oh my, Carolina Flash, I think is what his car is called, uh. and uh, it's it's orange and white Barracuda, and uh, but he's kind of stepped back to help Taylor, and she's getting better and better. You can just see it, and you and you can see her calming down, and she's not as nervous and everything. Doing, uh, she didn't do burnouts the first couple of races, but now she's doing a good burnout and uh, getting better all the time. But speaking of the, the four ladies we had this weekend, you got uh, Diana Casto. Uh, she, uh, she started about the same time that I started with them. I, mean, I think it was the first race, uh, if I'm correct here, it was the first race that I worked for Quain was in 2020 in London. And uh, Diana and Dana came out with a quick draw Falcon. And they do pretty much everything on their car. I talked to Dana earlier today, and they and they did everything on the car in the beginning, except the lettering. Okay. They painted it and everything. And uh, it's a '64 Falcon, Ford powered. Uh, uh, they've got a new engine in it this year, and they they're just easing it on it. You know, they hadn't they kind of uh, changed the gear in this last race and stuff, and. Uh, the first year, Dana drove the car, and uh, and then the second year on on Friday night, Diana would do the test and tune, practicing, 
And then the second year she came in. Well, her first year she was 10th in points. And uh, and then last year she was 8th in points. And she's uh, she's right out of 8th right now. I think she's in 10th, but she's there's a tie along there. I think I'd have to look at it. But I think she could easily be in 8th gotcha. right, right now. And uh, But... Uh, uh, Atkins Racing Head Service is helping them on their engine. I mean, they do a lot of the assembly themselves, but the machine shop work and everything. Uh, and this is, uh, I can't, I, I should have wrote the name down, but it's Atkins that runs a Javelin or AMX in Superstock that helps them a lot. And uh, he kind of critiques everything he sees on video and keeps them, keeps them going and stuff. But getting into... Getting into sea gas, well, let me go ahead and talk about the other ladies, too, while we're here. Uh, we had uh, Sheila Miley. She's ran, this was her second race with us. She bought the old Ricky Barnes Mighty Mouse Nova from uh, from uh, Ricky Jones, and she's brought it out. And uh, she's she's doing really well. She's There's some nerves there and stuff, but she, she's going to be a contender. The car sounds great. And uh, so I, I think when she gets a few under her belt there, she's, she's going to be really good. Right. But, uh, but this weekend we had uh, her first race, Tasha McLemore. And that's out of the Tennessee Hillbilly Camp. They're, uh, uh, let me see, there's Sean McLemore, Scott Butler, which uh, uh, is Tasha's brother. And then you've got Dennis Shepard, which, a.k.a. Opie, uh, he's got a 64 Chevelle. And then you got Todd and Derek Napier. And they all run out of really the same camp. You know, I mean, they're, and it, that's, it's like, again, another one of those great families. They come to the track and they all pit together and hang out together and just have a good time. But uh, uh, they bought this 55 Chevrolet. Uh, it's called uh, Your Huckleberry. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, she tested a little bit, I think, at Knoxville the weekend before the race. And uh, she came to this race. Her first burnout was great. And she came out of the water. I was standing right there. And she came by me, and it was grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> and she was having it's a good time. Yeah. yeah, she was having a good time. Every time. She was, you know, and she got better every pass. Good deal. Uh, so, uh, you know, I mean, we've got the four ladies now, you know, and three of them's in sea gas. Wow. You know, and uh, so so it's 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 going to be a good time watching them come up. And then, as I was talking to Dana earlier, you know, uh, Dana's Diana is planning on, and Dana they're planning on moving her up in classes. You know, B gas, maybe A gas someday or something. You <laughs> know, so that's that's going to be really good. You know, there. But we get back into C gas there. As far as uh, the winner, we talked a lot about Todd Oden last time because he was uh, uh, broke the record. Mm-hmm you know in the 58 double x car well this weekend he 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 took the win and uh he gained some points on tim hall uh and uh tim i think tim let me see he he left on tim a little bit that's that's how he got by tim tim ran faster than him but but he got by him because of the tree gotcha and uh so with the points in this series is is there a is there a money prize at the end of this or is it just how does that work with you guys 
Well, it there is. Okay. It's, uh, some of it is uh, coupons from Summit. Yeah, okay. And, you know, I'm not exactly sure how it all works out mm-hmm. and everything, but uh, it's it's not big money. Right. Know? I mean, yeah, just right. Like, just like races, you know. I mean, it's not big money to win. It's mm-hmm. just people going out there and having a good time. And I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. They what they always say. What's the old saying? If uh, to um, Make a little money race, and you better start with a whole lot of money. A little small oh, fortune, yeah. start, start with a big one. Big one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he gained. Uh, I think he, if if my calculations right, I think he moved to second in points. Moved past Ricky Jones this weekend to second in points and gained ten on Tim. Gotcha. Uh, and then uh, uh, Larry Cummins. Larry Cummins is. Uh, Jumping Jack Flash Falcon with a 299 cubic inch small block Chevy in it, built by Doug Hopgood out of Wilson, North Carolina. But uh, Larry's from Louisiana. And uh, and I, I talked to Larry earlier today and just to kind of get some information from him. Uh, a few years ago, uh, we were at Lasseter Mountain. And uh, I came riding through the pits, and Quain flagged me down and says, Hey, come over here. you got to meet this guy. So I walk in, and, and he introduced me, Larry Cummins. And I thought the name sounded familiar, you know. Well, then he starts, he said, Larry, tell him your story. Somebody else walked in to talk to Quayne. He started telling me the story about, you know, him being a bread man and, and you know, and racing, and, and then he gets a call. And I said, wait a minute. I said, seems like I've heard this before. I said, and I said, did Moser sponsor you? And he, yeah, Moser sponsored me. And I said, I read this in National Dragster. Oh. <laughs> and uh, there, was, there was a big article on him in National Dragster. Right. So uh, uh, Larry and Linda, uh, great, great, another one of those great families, racing family. His boys race. Uh, they do some of these million-dollar bracket races and things yeah. and stuff. And then uh, Britt actually runs the, the Gulfport Mississippi Raceway or Dragway we'll be going to in October. Uh, and that's part of uh, cruising the coast is in that area. There. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, just talking with Larry earlier today, he said in the 70s he ran a 66, 396 four-speed Chevelle was what he was running, you know. And he said, he, he told me today, he said, Randy, he said, I, w- I was mowing earlier, and he said, I was just thinking. He said, I've made full circle. He said, I'm back doing what I like to do. I'm driving a four-speed car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was in the 70s. But he said in uh, 79 to 82, along in there, he run comp. And then in 82, he ran some super stock and stock stuff. And then he got a call, and he ended up becoming part of the Budweiser super team. And that was uh, Glenn Tinsley in super stock, Jim Van Cliff in, in uh, competition eliminator, Frank Iacone in pro stock, uh, Larry Cummins in super gas, and Kenny Bernstein in funny call. So he ran super gas. Cummins yes. ran super gas. He ran super gas. Wow. Right. Ran super gas. Right. And uh, what year was that? Uh, 85, 86. Ah, well, right. 85, 86. He said he bought Ricky Smith's old pro stock IHRA car, uh, Thunderbird, and started oh. running it. Right. And uh, I, I th- it was Ford that called him, Ford and, and Budweiser. And I think all, I mean, of course, all them cars, I, I think, were Ford. I remember factory Ford stuff. Early '80s, they started talking about that super gas. Now, I, I may have the year wrong, but along about that time, they started running on super gas cars, and they ran 990s. And at that yeah. time, mm-hmm. uh, to me, a 990 car was just 
incredible. Oh, yes. You know, yes. uh, still quick, but but at that time it was mm-hmm. unheard of. Yeah, and then he did run some competition eliminator at, at one time too. Uh, Larry did right, and uh, but it's just it's that's a very expensive. Oh, uh, yeah. expensive that's just yeah. one yeah. one yeah. notch below pro stock. That's yeah. where the pro stock a lot of come from. You know, one of the guys that that is kind of associated with us is Larry Pritchard. He still runs it, and he actually won. Where did he win? He won a race this year. Oh, really? Yeah, he runs a Pontiac Grand Am, you know, and they're the the little small V8s that mm-hmm. turn fourteen grand. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just and uh, but anyway, he's uh, Larry's won two national events, and he's called the Godfather over in NHRA. You know, he's he's just uh, been with Moser for twenty years. Wow, that. that's and, great. Uh, he told me today that uh, that that he's as happy as he's ever been drag racing right now with racing with us and he said when uh he said he told his kids that uh, saturday when he done his burnout he was as happy there as he was that when he was went and then when he was going up to run for a national event okay wow that's That's yeah uh, that says a whole lot about it right there it does (laughs) you know and we've got not just larry i mean we've got other guys that's got a history and and really pro drag racing you know that's racing with us now yeah you know, and it's just it, just out there having a good time. Right. He said, "There's nowhere else he'd rather be right now." You know, and and, and just good. like I say, super. That's another one of those great families. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he just he's just fit right in. Uh, he uh, needs to watch out watch out hanging around that Ken Rainwater a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's 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 a good time. I mean, it's just everybody has a good time when they go to it. You know, and that that he was runner up in Sea Gas, and. Uh, so, big ass, Ted McKee again. You know, I think he's won uh, four out or five out of six. Wow. Himself Man. this year. I think the only one that's beat him this year. No, I'm, I'm wrong on that. Kobe beat him one time, and Charlie Lee beat him one time, I think. I think. I may be wrong on that. But anyway, he's he's got a big lead in the points. Yeah. He's he's got a really a really good lead in the points, but Kobe Welch and Moonbeam Falcon, the the Purple Falcon, he they're always they're always a contender when they show up. He won a championship last year, uh, but we had a we had kind of a sleeper come in on us this weekend in in Vegas. Oh really? Kevin Burt, second coming Nova. He he got some attention in qualifying. I think he qualified third maybe. Oh, wow. And uh, he hadn't been racing with you regularly. Well, he he's here and there. You know, he'll show oh. up. He's not he's not at every event. Right. Super guy. Doesn't doesn't say a whole lot, but just uh, always got a smile on his face. Uh, uh, but he uh, he was the fastest in eliminations, and then just got a little got a little too antsy in the third round in red light. Really? Mm. And uh, but uh, what kind of car? It's a '63 or four Nova. Uh, it's got one-way heads on it, and that's something I probably need to mention too. There's Todd Oden runs uh, one-way, all one-way uh, uh, stuff in his car. Uh, Jeff Jones builds his engines and stuff. And one-way was our sponsor this weekend for this mm-hmm. race. It okay. was sponsored by One-Way Technology out of Washington, Indiana. And that's gotta go back again. Another great family. They were there this weekend. Sam Jones was his father. Uh, if you look up Sam Jones, there's a lot of big racing history behind him. Uh, and then uh, uh, 
Eddie Willis kind of races out of that stable too in Superstock, red 67, beautiful red 67 Camaro. And then Sheila Miley, the lady I was talking about that runs the Mighty Mouse car, is Eddie's daughter. So it's it's another another one of those family <laughs> deals. You know, we just seem to keep getting families. And right. then, like I say too, you know, you, you got Adam married Stephen Smith's daughter, so it brings more into the family mm -hmm. and stuff. And then that's going on too. We've got a couple others. It's uh, just another one here in the last couple of weeks got engaged that – uh, it's two different families that, that race with us and right. stuff. So, but uh, and then Charlie Lee was second in the points behind Ted McKee, but he red lighted the first round. So, mm. you know that let Ted just pull a little further ahead. I think he's best best I remember. I think he's fifty five points out now with four races to go. Well, so it's it's going to be hard to catch him. I how do you guys do points with the Southeast Gas? Well, you so, get you get show up points. Okay. And then you get how, how many? Twenty. Okay. Twenty, and then you get five for each round of qualifying, and then five for each win. Okay, gotcha. Each each round win, you gotcha. get five for that. So, and then another thing that's when I was saying that he's like fifty five ahead. No one else has had the chance to get that because B Gas. Uh, there's so many show up. We have makeup rounds. You know, sometimes mm. we'll have. We've had twenty eight. 26 you know cars in that round you know in that class and then you're going through you have to say hey well we, you know we're going to have to run an extra round and b so what we do is we slip them back in there they run an extra round and then they have to cool off quick and get back gotcha okay you know so uh but that's how you know so you know instead of getting you know, the, the normal five points, they do the extra round, and they get ten points mm -hmm. in both those rounds. Right. Gotcha. So, right. So, so that's another another way that they can pull ahead a little bit. And then, uh, of course, uh, Colby is a Ford. It's uh, Ford-powered. Uh, it's Cleveland-headed uh, Ford. And then uh, Ted McKee is a Fulton small block. And if, unless he's changed something, I think it's the old Pontiac NASCAR style heads. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was real popular NASCAR mm -hmm. in, what, 90s? Yep. Probably. Yep. Best thing I remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, and then going into A gas, you got, you remember I talked about Gabriel yeah. before. Gabriel, you know, Gabriel's tough anyway, and now he's got some horsepower and speed and. And uh, so he he won, and uh, but just I, I just kind of jotted down. He had uh, Quain first round. You know, I told you Quain messed up and his uh, didn't get a good pass in his qualifying round, so he was last. So Gabe's first qualifier. So he gets Quain first round. Well, he takes Quain out. He gets second round by. Ah. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then he gets Mitch. The third round, Mitch Stott, Quain's brother, brother. in a, a frequent flyer, 63 split window Corvette. And two, you know, I mean, a lot of people probably don't realize that this, uh, it, it's a it's a real 63 split window Corvette. Wow. Oh, it's a real? Oh, it's a real really? car. It's oh, a real man. Car. Really? We, we don't <laughs> allow. Has it always been a race car? No. Well, now, it may have. Someone told me that Dave bought that car out of Canada or somewhere. I'm not sure about that. He right. bought that car out of Canada. And it had been a race car, uh, but it is a top of the line car. I mean, I, I've been all over the car, under the car, around the car. It's it, it is. But see, a Corvette uh, uh, 
aftermarket body's not allowed with us. Ah, mm. okay. So, so it has, has to be real has to be real, real I got car, you. Man. You know, and uh, so, but I mean, it, it it's a really nice it's a car. Neat, they're, those are neat cars. No, oh, it yeah. is. It is. And uh, Mitch Red Lights. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember the numbers on the red light, but it, it but but he red lighted. So go, Gabe gets, you know, not to say that Gabe might not have took him out anyway, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, the red was there. They run pretty close times, yeah. Mitch and... Yeah, uh, they, they were this weekend. Right. They were this weekend. And, and I guess we only had nine or ten cars this weekend, and probably eight of those cars were real close, mm-hmm. you know, within a tenth. Right. Wow. Of, of each other. And uh, so every round was like a final. Right. You know, I mean, you know. Uh, it'd step up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so then he gets Kenneth Phillips in the 58 Silver Street 2. Uh, with Rip. Yeah, Fulton Small Block in 58 Corvette. Real car again. And uh, he red lights. <laughs> so, so Gabe gets, he, he had one race to win, you know. I, I, of course, he ran good. Every, I mean, every pass that he got red light against, he you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he still ran a good time. But but he was uh, uh, he he got he got the, the the brakes. I guess you could say. Right. You know, he was lucky. He had the horse or whatever you. Sometimes want to say, you just got to you know? be lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Rather you, be lucky than good any day. You get yeah. a quick car, and some people sometimes it'll. Getting people's oh, head, does. they'll try to yeah, oh yeah, try to take every advantage they can, you know, mm-hmm. which they have to, you know. Yeah, and I mean, you see that all the time in this. You see that quite often in this, you know. If you, according to who they're going up with, it's, the nerves come up. Yeah, of course so, it would. Yeah. yeah so. Well, you guys have some like powerhouses in racing. Sounds like you know, I mean, just the the people that you have involved there, it'd be easy to get intimidated oh, yeah. <laughs> pulling up on the starting line. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you got you got Quain, which is pro mod champion, been exactly all his life. You know. I mean, yeah. I think the story on Quain is uh, this is he he ended up getting a '67 or '68 Camaro when he was. I don't know, the age 16, 17, 18 years old, whatever. And a week or two later, he cut it up and made a race car out of it. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, you know, and then then his Mitch, his brother's right there with him. And then uh, it, it runs in the family. Actually, Chris, his younger brother, uh, made a, a couple of hits in the Anglia this weekend on oh, Friday really? night. Yeah. yeah. He liked it. He, like, he, said he, he said he wanted to do some more of it <laughs> but uh but that's uh you know that's pretty much what what happened this weekend you know it uh it, it was all good though i mean you know everything went well no no hiccups no uh, electronics malfunctions mm-hmm. or anything like that they've got really good uh really good equipment at, at uh, london dragway that's great and uh if you can come out of a, a weekend where you ended up with a rain delay and still talk about how good it was, you mm-hmm. you know it was a definitely a really good yeah. uh, weekend uh, racing. Yeah, it, it was okay. And then, our, of course, our next race is, uh, look on that schedule there, Mike. Make sure I don't get the wrong date on it. But we'll be in uh, Zenia, Ohio for, at the Kill Care. Right? 8-12. On August 12th. 12th. Yeah. August 12th. So we'll be there the 13th for Test and Tune. And then uh, the 12th. Is that right? The 12th? Yeah, the twelfth. Yeah, the twelfth will be there for for race day. Race day's the twelfth, and, and that's another really uh, good track. A lot of. Say testing tune on the eleventh. 
The eleventh. The eleventh and then the twelfth yeah. race yeah. day. I think I said yeah. the thirteenth. Yeah. 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 But it, it'll be the eleventh. We'll be testing tune on Friday and racing on Saturday the twelfth. Right. right. And then they. Uh, and how, you said this Xenia. 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 Okay. Zenia. And I may have messed that up. <laughs> I just want to make sure I say it right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good. It's Kill Care Dragway. Is what it is. Okay. And, uh, you got Ron Vance. It's a manager up there. He, he does a good job. They, uh, it, it's always a good time going to Ohio up there. I, I enjoy it. Uh, they, uh, the fans are great up there. I guess it was uh, year before last. Year before last, I was under Leslie Horn's car uh, at uh, post-race inspection. Mm-hmm. And I was actually laying on the ground under his car, and all of a sudden, there's a lady sticks her head under the car, and she says, "I just wanted to thank y'all for coming here." She <laughs> said, no and I just kind of slid out and started talking to her, and she said, "He told me not to do that, but she said I just had to thank you guys." She said, "I, she said, I wanted to thank one of the officials for y'all." Being that means here. a lot. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah, for but, sure. But I mean, they're good. I mean, I can't remember. Leslie told me after, you know, he was there when that happened, and he told me that. Uh, I think he sold 50 T-shirts that weekend. Wow. Something that? like that. That's great. Gabe gave quite a few of them away to kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. That, you see that a lot, too. They'll uh, uh, they'll, they'll give the kids T-shirts and right. stuff. Right. You know, and uh, right. you, you see a lot of that. You see a lot of kids getting their pictures taken. Youngers don't cars. forget stuff like that, either. No. No. I remember, yeah, I remember Warren, my Warren Johnson hat. <laughs> That's still, yeah, I very distinct <laughs> remember getting yeah. that when I was just Warren a little kid. It. Yeah, signed yep. it for him, so he, he forgot it. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I took uh, Jeff to Bristol one time. Bucky had something to do. Uh, and if, if people that don't know, Bucky Edmonds, my brother, and his son Jeff, uh, he was, I don't know, 11, 12 years old, something like that, and he got WJ's autograph. Did he? Yeah. That's a rarity. Yeah. Like it was, you had to really work to get his autograph. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He was all business. He wasn't there to sign autographs usually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good deal, Randy man. I really appreciate you coming on with us today. I appreciate you, uh, you know, picking shift points to kind of do these recaps with. And uh, for everybody that's watching, definitely let us know. Say something in the comments of anything uh, else that you want to hear. Like I said, we want we want to give you guys what you want to hear. And I, I really like hearing these recaps. I can follow it along on social media and stuff like that. But hearing Randy step through it and talk about the names and putting putting that information out there is really, really good for me. So appreciate you guys doing that. We are planning to be there at the Knoxville race in September. So we're going to come. Uh, I think we're going to come try and do uh, kind of a shift points goes to the goes to Sega. You know, Great, so we'll head good. there and uh do my plan is to kind of do just what one of these events look like fully from a fan perspective so it's been so long since i've got to go to one it'll be really all kind of new to me and fresh so it'll be interesting and i'm gonna hope to uh be able to hopefully talk to some of the racers and things like that maybe we can you know put some faces and some pictures of these cars out there that we're talking about each time so um we appreciate it very much and like i said he uh august the 12th in xenia ohio at the kill care raceway so that's the next event and we'll have another one of these special episodes after that one yes, and uh, like i said definitely let us know if there's anything else you want to hear maybe we can get Quain to call in next time maybe that'd be good kind of i'd like good. to talk to Quain a little yeah. bit and see uh 
see how he thinks about all this stuff too. So it'll be it, that would be really interesting. So if uh, if that's everything, you good? That's, that's good. If, if you know if you got any questions, we'll try our best to answer them for sure. Just, just make them in the comments, and and we'll see what we can do about them. Yep. And so if you if you've listened to this and kind of got the recap, head over to DH Media. And like I said, he's going to have full he does full video coverage of these mm-hmm. events. You can go through and watch pretty much. Every, I think you can watch every round. Yeah. I think he videos every round. You go over there and head over there and look at his stuff. And on the Southeast Gassers page, uh, like I said, that stuff is really good. And you can sit there and watch the whole race. You know, I don't know exactly when he gets those out, but should be out any time now, I guess. Uh, so head over there and make sure to hit the subscribe button if you like what we talked about. And, and if you found us because of the Southeast Gassers, man, we really appreciate you coming yes, and being here. And uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're putting up a bunch of different stuff. Um, yeah about everything that we're doing on our youtube channel so we appreciate again we appreciate randy coming in and appreciate him picking us to to help talk about these race recaps so we'll see you guys next time thanks thank you